This is Bariatric Life Podcast, where we share stories about weight loss surgery. We are not doctors, nor have we ever played one on TV. Please contact your doctor for medical advice. Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to Bariatric Life. This is Amanda. And this is Chris. And today let's talk about... To tell or not to tell. That That is is the question. question. (laughs) We didn't even plan that. I was about to say that exact same thing. You owe me a Coke. Jinx. But you don't drink Coke anymore. Oh, man. So yesterday when I was at the grocery store, they have vanilla Coke Zero now. Mm. Or slash again. And I almost bought it, but I didn't. Because I was like, it'll just sit there for like a year before I drink it. Mm, I'll drink it. And then that would make me sad. Yeah. You used to drink that shit like it was crack. I know. It is crack. But that's a problem. I drink it too fast, and then mm. my stomach would hurt. You'd be going, ooh. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, right, baby? Oh. Oh, God. Oh, God. Too much or too fast? <laughs> yeah, so that that was sad. Oh, we've got a puppy visitor. She, she wants to be included. Hi. You going to say hi? Nope. So today's episode... As you can hear, it's featuring Chris. The last two were Amanda in the closet <laughs> talking to herself. Because you didn't want to have clackety clackety clack in the background. Yes. And they were very short episodes, <laughs> so maybe this one will be a little bit longer. <laughs> it, I felt very awkward talking to myself in the closet. I mean, a casual observer would think that was awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is she doing in there? There you go. <laughs> Good girl. Luna made her podcasting debut. <laughs> go lay down. Goodness gracious. <laughs> we may have to pause and come back. <laughs> You're being outrageous. Let's see if we can get her to groan. Do some ear scratches. So anyway, to tell or not to tell. So prior to my surgery, I made a choice not to tell anybody except you, of course, and our oldest daughter, my parents, and my two best friends. Mm -hmm. Those were the only people that knew. And I didn't tell, I think mostly because I was embarrassed. Why embarrassed? I guess embarrassed that I'd gotten to a point where I felt like my only my only option was to have surgery. Okay, I can understand that, but along those same lines, when I started having back problems, I needed a surgery to help me resolve my issue. Yeah, I mean, you make a good point, but... I think there's definitely a different stigma attached to Well, yeah. Okay, you're you're right about that. Bariatric surgery versus you have, you know, no discs in your back or herniated discs or whatever. Like there's a very significant difference. Yeah. So I didn't tell anybody. But then after 
like a month or so after surgery, I started telling people, not like announcing to the world, but if somebody was like, you look like you've lost weight. Oh yeah, well I had a weight loss surgery a month ago. And then the more people that were noticing the weight loss, the more people I told. Mm -hmm. It's still not something I just volunteer. But, so then, this is mostly, you know, work-related. I just kept it to myself, and then once more and more people noticed, I told those people, and now... I got I got more comfortable sharing it and then like when was it I made like a Facebook announcement like three months two and a half months yeah it was like somewhere that. around the 90 day mark yeah and I was like you know what screw it and made a Facebook announcement and everybody was very um supportive mm-hmm. if anybody wasn't supportive they didn't express that to me which was nice I guess that's the thing, too, is, like, I'm afraid that people will judge or say something negative. Oh, it's the easy way out, blah, blah, blah. You know, no surgery is the easy way out of anything, period. And, I mean, you're, you're right in that there's there's a stigma around it, and that is the probably the most quoted retort, I guess, but it, it's, I don't feel like it's an quote-unquote easy way out. And I didn't feel like that before you got the surgery. And now after, I definitely don't feel that way. <laughs> because, you know, oh, it's the easy way out. No, you permanently change the quantity of food. You permanently change how your body gets vitamins and nutrition or nutritional substances. The words in the sentence making is very hard this morning. <laughs> okay. I, I was trying to find, like, I was trying to think of an easy way out surgery and I couldn't come up with a single example. Right. I mean, all surgeries have an inherent risk with sedation and then... There's the recovery, and especially in, you know, surgeries like the VSG, you've, it's not like you can go, it's not like breast implants where you can go five years down the road and go, you know what, I don't think I want these anymore, take them out. Yeah. You can't go five years down the road and go, you know what, I would really like to just binge eat again, put it back in. It, it's a... A permanent change and I people that say oh it's the easy way out I don't think that they fully understand or appreciate like what exactly is involved yeah pre and post surgery well and I didn't even I didn't know what what all was completely involved especially with like the mental aspect but I mean I'm constant now. I'm constantly concerned about how much protein I've had, how mm-hmm. much fluids I've had, and I never thought about that shit before. Right. Which I mean, I guess is a nice change because before I would be thinking about 
when am I going to eat again? When's snack time? What am I going to have for dessert? What's my bedtime snack going to be? And I mean, I still think about what my bedtime snack is going <laughs> to be, but it's more so like I'm concerned with with um, protein and fluids, and that's occupying my mind more so than actual food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like those nasty ass protein shots that you tried. that yeah that was that was me being like what can i do to get quick fast protein and it's not gonna be that because they were disgusting strawberry goo which i did find out later that the kind of protein that they were it was collagen protein which I'm not sure how that differs from regular protein, but a lot of people have told me that that's not even like the proper protein to count. I didn't even know there was more than one kind of protein. Apparently there is. And maybe I should research this a little <laughs> bit more. I thought protein was protein was protein. I thought so too. So even if I did like those, technically they wouldn't have counted toward my protein goal. Mm. Which... That's disappointing. Yeah. But I digress. So there's lots of reasons why people don't tell. Mine was embarrassment and feeling like I would be judged. What can we think of any other reasons why people wouldn't tell? Well, I think embarrassment and and fear of being judged are probably the most prevalent reasons. Some some people may not want to share just because, you know, they're big privacy advocates or, you know, proponents of, of privacy, which I most certainly am. And, you know, sometimes it's like, well, that's just none of your business. Yeah, that's true. You know, some, or, you know, somebody might, I'm not going to, say anything because family or friends are always concerned when anybody goes in for any kind of surgery and I don't want to burden them with that worry Mm -hmm. or concern. I kind of regret telling my parents simply because of the reaction that they had. Like, I feel like from my own mental health, I would have been better off telling them after the fact. Mm. Oh, by the way, I went to Mexico and had weight loss surgery. Because what are you going to do after? Right. (laughs) Oh, I really wish you would have told me. By the way, I got this new tattoo. Right. Like, what are you going to do? Well, I think most of their concern was just stemming from, A, it being Mexico, and B, you being by yourself. Yeah, maybe it's just being uninformed about medical tourism. Yeah. Well, in in my dad had mentioned having a friend that had issues and mm-hmm. so I think that was his biggest thing was that she had had we I mean we never did get any kind of details or no. anything, but it sounded like she had complications and so that was what was worried worrying to him. Mm-hmm. But I Yeah, I kind of wish I had waited to tell them. Although that probably would have gotten me in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) You are 
a grown ass woman. I know, but you know, you can still get in trouble with your parents. Oh, that's true. Mine showed up yesterday. I, very first thing I thought was, oh shit, what I do? I know. That was wild. Why are they here? Who the fuck is that? Oh no. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go clean our room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pick up the house quick. So, along those same lines, what are reasons why people would tell? Maybe they're excited about the change in their life. Um, maybe they don't care about privacy. Maybe. And maybe they're hoping for lots of support beforehand and afterhand. Afterhand? After the fact. After? Afterhand? afterhand? I don't think that's a... That's not a word. By God, we're going to make it. Afterhand. Beforehand? Or Af- afterhand? Afterhand, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and like we had talked about, you know, a couple nights ago where I feel like it's important that people hear success stories or stories that don't involve some sort of catastrophic, scary complication. Mm-hmm. You know, if, like we had talked, if you're researching different surgeries and all you read are, I had horrible complications, I had this horrible thing happen, I had, you know, this negative experience, then people are going to shy away from it. Mm-hmm. But if you see, oh, for every complication or negative experience, there's 10, there's 10 or 12 that are positive. Yeah. You know, and it, it's, I mean, you, you look at that and you're like, okay, so one out of every 10 or 12 has some complication and that can affect a, whether or not somebody has a surgery, and then B, what type of surgery. You know, it, like if you went on WebMD. Oh. And I'm you were. having tailbone issues. Oh. <laughs> like if you went on, went on WebMD and they didn't list the 45 other things that it could be, it was just cancer. Yeah. Which is always there. But if cancer was the only diagnosis that was presented everybody would think everyone has cancer right but that's why they list you know 45 to 50 ailments and then down at the bottom it's always cancer (laughs) i mean always right that's that is literally i know you mentioned this earlier today when we were talking but I'm having tailbone issues because it's sticking out and I'm getting pressure sores and it hurts like an MFR. And I was talking about how I've Googled like treatment and causes and whatnot. And you had joked that, you know, cancer. Did you ever consider cancer? Well, that was literally like one of the I know. Things. It's always, it's, could it be cancer? Coccyx cancer. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, is it bone cancer? Is it skin cancer? I don't... I don't know. 
but there's always that possibility that I mean you can relate almost any ailment to cancer. I think that the interviews that we've done for the most part have been really positive stories. Mm-hmm. And even Well, we had Well, well I was going to say even Melanie's story who's you know, she had so many complications afterwards, but even her story is positive in the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has lost a significant amount of weight, 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 and, you know, has such a positive outlook, period, to share, which I think is amazing. So I do think telling has, has its place for mm-hmm. sure. But I do find myself in this kind of pickle, if you will. Vlasic? Yes. <laughs> um, where I got to a point at work where I was comfortable telling people. And, I mean, I didn't give details, but it was just like, oh, yeah, well, I had weight loss surgery in January. But now I started a new job. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls had said, we were talking about lunch and she said, well, are you trying to lose weight or just being healthy? And I didn't know how to respond to that because I don't really know these people. I'm not comfortable with them yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm not comfortable saying, oh, well, I had weight loss surgery and here's why I make the choices that I make, which, you know, sometimes those choices seem really strange to somebody outside of the weight loss community. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you eating that? That's such a weird combination. Or why are you so focused on protein? Well, and like like we had talked about the other day, you know, they're essentially strangers, and they're not a, at least to your knowledge, a part of this community. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that you would just strike up a conversation with someone about. But like, there are people that do that. Like, there's oh my chair. There's one podcaster that tells this story where um, she was at a gas station and somebody had asked her, like, oh, what are you, what are you going to do today? Oh, well, I'm going to go do a podcast. Well, what's it about? And then she's, like, telling them all about weight loss surgery. And she's, like, very comfortable sharing her story and all the weight loss information possible to anybody. So, I mean, there are people like that. Mm. I'm just not one of them. Well, not. I think those people are rather few and far between. Like, Probably. You know, if somebody stopped me at the gas station, hey, what are you going to do today? Oh, I'm going to go build servers for financial institutions. And <laughs> here's an in-depth, you know, review of technology over the last 45 years <laughs> and financial industries. Like, I, I, would, I would never do that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, true. you know, unless I recognize them as a fellow industry professional. Yeah, so I do find myself being more reserved on the surgery front now at my new job. We had some puppy adjusting that needed to happen. She's very cozy. So, and then I don't want to be like, part of me feels like I'm being deceitful or like, I don't know how to explain it. Like I'm purposely omitting I see why you would feel that way, but, or and, I mean, I'm, I'm a very big proponent of, pr- 
privacy. Yeah. And, you know, not everything needs to be shared with everyone. And, you know, one of my favorite lines I love to quote, and I'm sure you're probably tired of hearing it, is, you know, it's not that I have anything to hide. It's just I have nothing I want you to know. And that's okay. Our, our lives are not meant to be open books that anybody can just come in, read two chapters completely out of context, and form an opinion on someone. Well, and I'm kind of the opposite. Not exactly the opposite, but like, <laughs> I'm not opposed to sharing my life. With, with others I'm I'm let me say it this way I'm more willing to share details of my life than you are so for me to not at this point after having been open about weight loss surgery for me to like kind of go back it feels like I'm being deceitful well I mean it's it's not that I'm unwilling to share aspects of my life it's just that i'm i'm selective of who i share certain information with well you've been burned quite a bit yeah sharing information but i mean i i don't think you're being deceitful i don't think you're being sneaky uh i'm not going to tell you how to feel (laughs) That's that's a very dick move, but I don't feel like you're being deceitful because these are essentially strangers. You, right. They don't know you from Adam or who the fuck Jane. is Adam? Um, he's Facebook friend <laughs> and also and or also Alyssa's husband. Yeah, and or <laughs> there's just the one. Right, the only Adam ever. He's old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's okay to not be 100% transparent with new people that you work with. You know what's interesting, though, is that I can feel like I can be 100% transparent with Perfect strangers on the ooh, perfect strangers on the Instagrams that, and granted they're all sharing the similar journeys, but I don't know these people, mm-hmm. and here I am sharing it to you know whoever wants to listen to the podcast. But my God, <laughs> thanks a lot, Luna. She's really just wanting to be on this <laughs> podcast today. But I'm not willing to share it with people I informally know in person. There's also a, and and even like very public personas online, there's still a, a blanket of anonymity. Oh, yeah. And that's why I feel comfortable doing it is because I feel like, nobody knows me right you know that's that's why there's so many trolls on the internet is people can talk shit and they don't have to worry about getting punched in the face yeah and in you know even in this situation we know that there's a high likelihood that we will 
probably never personally encounter anybody listening to the podcast. Yeah. And therefore, we're willing to be a little more open because at the root of it, our privacy is still protected. Yeah. We're, there's a, a buffer layer. And, and with the people that you work with, you're going to see them every day. Yeah. And, and you don't know who you work with, who's the gossip, who's the one that's going to take your weight loss surgery and spread that it is some other kind of surgery. I mean, you don't really know their personalities and the motivations behind all the new people you're working with. Yeah. So you just naturally feel a little more guarded, I think. And to go back to the easy way out kind of thing is I don't know if, I don't know if somebody would have something negative to say to mm-hmm. my face. If somebody says something negative on the internet, of course it's going to bother me. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't even know this person. Right. But if somebody said neg- something negative to my face, and then I still have to work with you every day, mm-hmm. then that becomes another issue for me to right. deal with. I mean, this this topic is also or can be very polarizing. Yeah. And, you know, like there's just, there's certain things you don't discuss at work or with family, religion, politics, and women's weight. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, I work with a bunch of women. Right. And I work with a bunch of guys, but we're not comparing sizes. Well... I mean, sometimes we are, but it's more of a I'm right and you're wrong and here's why. Shit. Sorry about that, folks. (laughs) Just a ruler falling down. And Luna groaning. She is very committed to her podcast Involvement in this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) These MFers are hiding in closets... Coming up here, I just want the world to know about my puppy struggles. <laughs> it's your own podcast. Wouldn't that be a fun podcast? What would what would doggies podcast about? Catching chickens, chasing rabbits, sleep, vomiting on the rug at six in the morning. <laughs> Do you think they would be? About vomiting on the rug, do you think he would be like, you guys won't believe what I just did? He almost had me on the hardwoods, but I got him in the end. Yeah. He he was just wearing his underwear. He was going to go back to bed. Instead, he was cleaning up my puke. It was great. Paul high fives all around. We got it on the rug. Tippy tap, tippy tap, tippy tap, tippy tap. It's just how cats are, too. Yeah. Let's see. Wide open hardwood floors. Or tile. Or tile. Tiny little rug. That's where I'm going to do it. A cat's podcast would be about world domination. It would. (laughs) Dear Diary. (laughs) The food bowl is half empty. This may be my final entry. (laughs) If you guys haven't heard Sad Cat Diaries, it is quite humorous. Oh my god, it's the best thing ever. Let's go back to this dog yes. podcast, though. 
they would be talking about CEOs, which is mm-hmm. cookies. I can't say it. She's going to hear you, and then I'm going to have to go get her one. I can't see, say that word mm-hmm. because it gets it, pe- They're instantly alert and ready to go. gets people going, so it's shortened to CEOs. And probably talk about water and how we're horrible human beings and just don't leave gallons of water out for them to drink and then lakes, it back up. Lakes of water. Yeah. Luna would gripe about how we take 2.3 seconds to get to the door to let her outside yeah. whenever she wants to go. I can't believe they sat on the couch for three seconds when I said I had to go outside. I was pawing at the door to come back in. You didn't let me. So now I have to get eight feet tall. (laughs) (laughs) And by that, he means she jumps up on the back door, and they're Great Danes, so, like, literally eight feet tall. Mm -hmm. And she will jump up, and those paws reach the top of the window. Yeah. It's interesting cleaning that window. (laughs) Which I don't do often because it just gets dirty immediately. But I cleaned it yesterday. And there's like marks all the way at the top of the window. She's such a heifer. I mean, we're probably at some point going to have to replace that glass. Probably. Because, I mean... She's a tall girl. She is. So let's talk about this. This is weight loss related and Luna Great Dane related. I like the segue. Thank you. Um, so for the longest time, and Chris has heard this story a hundred times, but you know, the world hasn't. For the longest time, one of my goal weights, or like my not my ultimate goal, but like my second ultimate goal was to weigh less than Luna. And when you have Great Danes, that's possible. Mm-hmm. If Like, if somebody says, I want to weigh less than my dog, they'd be like, oh, my God, that's, <laughs> that's absurd. That is not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> but when you have Great Danes, that's a, an achievable goal. And she was topping out at 180 for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, if I could just get under 180, that's, you know, a huge milestone goal for me so we take them to the vet like a week and a half ago for their annual visits and that bitch has lost weight has lost weight and is now down to 163 and of course she has to do everything that mama does Mm -hmm. so she lost weight because mama's losing weight but now my goal which i was getting closer to has moved by 20 pounds. Yes. <laughs> and part of me is like, you dirty bitch. Like, Do- now Dobby wants now to be Now Dobby's going to join with his sleep talking. <laughs> dirty bitch, you moved the goal. But then at the same time, I'm like, you know what? She's like, mom, that goal was a little too easy for you. <laughs> you need to work a little bit harder. Or maybe she was just inspired by you. 
Well, we have all the same like issues with the exception of incontinence. She's in- <laughs> Just to be clear, she's incontinent. I am not. <laughs> but there's the same like mental health issues. She wants to be just like Mama. She was chubby when I was chubby. She's losing weight while I'm losing weight. We both have terrible anxiety. Yeah, but thunderstorms don't bother you. No, but other things do. (laughs) But, I mean, you also don't, like, punch my leg and want to hide under my desk. Maybe I do. You don't know. Maybe I'll hide under my desk. I mean, sometimes I feel like in certain situations I would like to hide under a desk. So, I mean, Luna and I are the same. Okay. And you and Dobby are the same. You both pee all the time. (laughs) He has a bum leg. You have a bum back. Yeah. He's very needy and so are you. I am not. You're not as needy as Dobby. Nowhere near as needy as Dobby. I don't invade your space like Dobby does either. You've learned not. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Ten years ago, I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now Dobby's running in his sleep. This I is just a dog-centric podcast. I don't run in my sleep. No. And if anybody talks in their sleep, it's me. Yeah. Not you. You say some crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. Dob- it's hilarious. Dobby talks in his sleep all the time. Luna does, too. Not as much as Dobby. I thought I turned noises. I know. I'm sorry. Ah, well. So, to tell or not to tell, that is the question. And I think we've decided on. Depends on the situation. Well, and it's a it's a personal choice, and whether you choose to tell or choose not to tell, that's the right choice. Yep, that's true. I mean, it's some people may be upset if you don't tell them, but that's their problem, not yours. That's true. I mean, you know, if their place of being upset is, well, I wanted to help you through that. I wanted to be here for you. I can understand that, being upset about that. But ultimately, it's it's a personal choice. Yeah. And regardless of what you choose... It's the right choice. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So what are we going to talk about next time? Uh, Well. Maybe more dogs. We could do more dogs. Or we could talk about alcohol. Alcohol. Since you have some wine and are going to try some wine for the first time. That's a good idea. That is a very good idea. We never did get to do our road trip podcast that's yeah. not gonna happen but i'm okay with that yeah it just that it won't reason. happen anytime soon anyway right. we don't have any our road trips kept getting rescheduled and then canceled so yeah no road trip podcast but i do like the idea of alcohol because i t- today is memorial day eve mm-hmm. and we have a friend coming over and we will be I am going to attempt to drink, like real drink, not like sips that I've had. This is going to be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should do it live. 
I fully intend to record part of it. Oh, okay. I do like that idea. Alcohol and whatever else may come up. I mean, we can jot down the time and the quantity and when you started feeling buzzed and when you stopped feeling oh, buzzed. that's a good idea. We'll just make it a whole scientific Right. We'll, we'll just take all the fun out of drinking <laughs> and turn it into a fucking science project. A science project. I'm pretty sure Mr. Cox, my ninth grade science teacher, is probably somewhere going, I knew one day he would need that information. <laughs> That's why I gave you a C on that test. So, oh, and I... I was interviewed yesterday for a podcast called Go Bariatrics with Miss Victoria out of England. She was such a delight to talk to. I'm not sure when that is airing, but we'll be on the lookout for that. Yeah. And then I plan on having Victoria on our podcast, so that'll be fun. Are it's we going to have to do ours at 10 o'clock at night like she did? Because I don't know if I could stay up that long. I know. But that would be like <laughs> 4 o'clock in the morning for her. So I don't think uh, so. I don't know what the time changes there. But we have that to look forward to. She was such a delightful person. Her accent. I just loved it. So that's what's coming down the pike. Pike or pipe? I think it's pike. I thought it was pipe. Pike is like a mountaintop. Or a street. Like you're thinking of Parkway. No. <laughs> There's streets called something Pike. Mm -hmm. We'll Google it, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. But, I mean, things come through a pipe. They flow through the pipe. Yeah, I'm still sure Pipeline. I'm right. Pipeline. Uh -huh. While we're doing All this. right, we'll do some live Googling so you don't have to wait or Google it yourself. Coming down the... First thing is coming to America. Coming to America. Down. And Fuck! Oh, I was right. Come visit us next time when we will talk about who knows what. Probably alcohol. But it probably won't be Amanda in the closet. <laughs> but it might be Amanda in the toilet. <laughs> Love you guys. See you next time. This is just a reminder that neither Amanda nor Chris are doctors and you should always talk to your doctor before making any changes. This is our journey and our opinions. You can always find us on Instagram at Bariatric Life Podcast and help support us by clicking subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We hope to have new episodes every Sunday.